0: This is episode 20, Healing the Father Wound. Welcome to Sophia on Earth. I'm your host, Sophia. I'm a coach, entrepreneur, and yoga teacher, and I help women lead from their feminine in their relationships and in business. On this podcast, we talk about what it means to be human and how each of us gives the human experience meaning and makes it work for them. Connect with me at sophiaonearth.com or via Instagram at sofianearth, and let me know how you are making the human experience work for you. Today I want to talk about healing the father wound. And before I get into that, I wanna tell you what the father wound is or what I mean when I refer to the father wound. The father wound really is just a term to describe that the father figure in somebody's life was absent. This could mean a person's father was physically absent or emotionally distant or unavailable maybe abusive, or just overly critical and negative. And that can have long-term consequences for the individual. That obviously is true for the mother figure as well, but today we're just going to focus on the father figure. Because parents are the first people that children learn to love. So when that relationship is in any way insecure or just unstable and unsupportive, it can have negative impacts on the individual. And I'm not sharing that because you are now doomed if your father was absent or not very supportive or didn't meet your needs in the way that you needed to be met. I'm sharing this because if that is your experience, this is your opportunity to heal and reparent yourself, give yourself what you needed. And especially if you're a woman and you are experiencing the father wound, this will likely have implications on your romantic relationships. And just for you to feel more secure, safer, more loved, and for your ability to receive your partner's love, in your relationship, it's very helpful to look at our relationship with our father, especially, if again, if we're a woman, and we are interested in men. So how does the father wound show up? What behaviors and tendencies and how you show up in relationship to other people might come up because of the father wound? So there are really two common issues, which also given what we talked about before, what the father wound is, kind of makes sense, right? One is fear of abandonment. So if your father in any shape or form maybe left your family because of divorce or just wasn't very present because he was walking a lot or there were situations where you really needed him to come through for you and he didn't or any other type of thing where you felt abandoned this fear of abandonment will then come up in other relationships especially in romantic relationships and depending on the gravity of what happened in the relationship with your father this can almost turn into a trauma response so that when you are dating somebody or in your relationship this may not even be something that you can quote unquote control because your body has such an intense reaction the idea that somebody might leave you is so existential because as a kid it was as a kid if you were two three years old and your father left yeah you were pretty screwed because at that point in your life you need it your caregivers. You needed your father. So it's not even, again, really something that is happening voluntarily. It's just your body that remembers, oh, that happened. And I wasn't sure if I was going to make it because I was so young and I really needed that father figure. So fear of abandonment is a big one. And I can certainly speak from experience that that is something that is very real for me in dating for example and it's what is helping me is to remind myself that that was then and this is now that was then this is now now I'm not two three years old it's not existential I'm not gonna die if my father leaves or this guy that I'm dating leaves I'm old enough I live my own life, I can take care of myself, and I'm going to be fine, whether or not that person that I might be talking to or dating or whatever, uh, or be in a relationship with, for whatever reason, quote unquote, leaves. And that is really a long process. And there's a lot underneath, right? There's grief of the loss or the abandonment. There is this fear itself, right? So there's a lot to process also just emotionally and through the body, you know, this is something that we talk here on the podcast a lot, that it's one thing to understand something intellectually, but as long as your body doesn't know, it's not really getting you anywhere. So there's a lot to release around that fear of abandonment or even fear of loss. Say, if your father figure died right it, it could be also have the sense of more of loss than of abandonment and then the other common issue that might come up if somebody had an absent father is just feeling unworthy of love feeling like there's something maybe you have to prove or you have to perform or you have to Be perfect and do all the things or do anything really to be worthy of love when really your worth and your worthiness of love is innate. You're already worthy. There's nothing you have to do, nothing you have to prove, nothing you have to perform for or just show that you can do. There's really nothing you have to do at all. It's you. The way you are today as you're sitting in your car or doing the dishes or whatever you're doing while you're listening to this podcast. Just the way you are, you're already enough. You're already worthy. You are completely lovable just the way you are. Nothing to do, nothing to prove, nothing to show, nothing to perform for just the way you are. So take that in for a moment. You are so worthy. You are already enough. There's nothing you have to do to be worthy of love. And this process of really feeling worthy is also not something that you just tell yourself and then you believe it, right? Again, also because your body needs to be informed and it's really a process too of reparenting yourself of giving yourself what you needed of reminding the little younger part inside of you that in moments then performed or felt like it had to do something or prove something to be perfect to be loved that that younger part knows that you're already enough and there are so many ways to to really come into your worthiness. It's also about speaking your needs. It's understanding your needs fast, right? What do you need in any given moment? What do you need in your relationship? How do you want to be talked to? How do you want to show up again in relationship to other people? How do you want to be spoken to? Whatever it might be, right? And, and then asking for what you need and knowing that The other person doesn't need to give it to you, but that you are worthy of it, that you are worthy to speak up for yourself and really stand in your power and stand in your truth. There's also about boundaries. There's so many parts to feeling worthy that we all get to welcome because everybody, regardless of the father wound or not, has a sense of. Uh, maybe I'm not good enough, not feeling fully worthy. And it, it may just show up in in your work or in your relationship or whatever, but nobody's really free from this. And there is so much beautiful healing to be done. And then just from these two common issues, fear of abandonment and feeling unworthy of love, there are other ways that then kind of bleed into relationships. One is people pleasing, so settling for less out of fear of rejection, not really speaking your needs, not really asking for what you want and just trying to make it right for everybody else. Maybe also feeling a little bit needy for love, like a desperate latching onto any attention to cover a fear of being alone, or again, fear of being rejected. And often when we try to look for something in somebody else or latch onto somebody else, what we get to do is come back to ourselves and again, give ourselves what we really need in that moment. Because trying to find it in somebody else, that's never gonna be sustainable. I was even thinking about this the other day because of a situation that I'm in was like oh but if like he would just tell me every day that he's still here and he's not gonna go anywhere well yeah maybe that would kind of momentarily take off some of the pressure and some of the stuff that comes up for me in like dating and relationships but it wouldn't be sustainable because then I would need this other person to give me reassurance every day or a regular amount of time so that I'm okay but I want to be okay from me. I want to be okay just with myself. And whether or not somebody else loves me or doesn't or whatever, that's really like that's an extra thing. That's a beautiful add on. But trying to look for something in somebody else that's never going to be sustainable because then you depend on that person and that's not the healthy dependency that we talked about a couple episodes ago when we were talking about attachment styles and secure attachment where we also kind of talked about how dependency is not something that we choose it's a given and, and that's a healthy thing, right, to just generally trust other people and depend on other people. But what I'm talking about is almost more like a codependency. Like if you don't tell me I'm still okay, I'm still loved and you're still here, then I can't live my life, right? That's not very healthy. What also might come up is trying to fix our partner, so that we don't have to look again to ourselves so we're just focusing on what they need to do and trying to fix their problems and almost like trying to save or rescue them another thing that might happen is that either we ourselves the people with the father wound become emotionally unavailable. So we never actually truly let somebody in or open our heart. We find it hard to commit or to be vulnerable. And the other thing that happens too with the father wound often, um, if the father was absent, that feeling of your father figure or a man in your life being absent is what is familiar, right? So often what happens is we attract unavailable men that might be physically, you know, they might be in a different location or it might be emotionally, they might not be ready to commit or open their hearts. Whatever it might be, this man is emotionally or physically or whichever spiritually (laughs) unavailable. And the unavailability is what feels familiar because that's what we know, right? Father wasn't around. So we confuse this unavailable men and the emotions that come up around it, maybe even that fear of abandonment with love. We think, oh, that that's familiar, that's what I know, so that must be love, when really it isn't. It's just familiar. So take an inventory for yourself if you resonate with what I'm talking about, if your father in any kind of way or your father figure, doesn't have to be your biological father, your primary caregiver, may have been male or not was absent when you are in a dating experience the men that you attract in terms of dating and relationships or even in terms of friendships are, are you noticing the same pattern are these people that are truly emotionally there for you or are they kind of a little unavailable So again, there are a couple of behaviors that you just might want to look at and start to heal if this is resonating, which is people pleasing, trying to look for what you need in somebody else and being a little bit needy for love, trying to fix your partner and attracting unavailable men or our unavailable partners, or then also being unavailable yourself. And again, I'm not sharing any of that because you're doomed you're not doomed at all it's just helpful to identify our own behavior traits so that we can start to transform them because as one of my coaches always says we cannot interfere in a world we cannot see so we cannot change if we don't notice what is there that is maybe not even working for us so, here are a couple of steps that you can take if you want to heal your father wound. And we start by just believing it's possible, believing in the power of healing, believing in your own growth and your ability to transform and make meaningful shifts in your life. And then I want to encourage you to just seek help. It might be a therapist, a somatic practitioner maybe it's a coach, whatever resonates with you in this moment, seek help. It's always easier to work with somebody as opposed to trying to work things out for ourselves. And I find too that I just get to shift what I wanna shift so much faster than when I just am on the journey by myself. And also it's just beautiful to have support and everybody really gets to have support. The thought step I would suggest is just taking radical responsibility, just looking at your life, where these behaviors are showing up and owning that, yes, what happened to you sucks. And of course, you wanted to have this father figure in your life. And what happens when we hold on to the that happened to me and this person is bad and kind of just blaming and criticizing and putting it on other people, we just kind of stay stuck in the same loop because we are, again, I said this before, the common denominator in everything that's happening in our lives. So we get to take responsibility where what happened to us, which sucked, is showing up in our behavior in ways that are just not serving us. And by holding on to the blame or the anger or whatnot, which obviously we want to process that, but by holding on to it, we don't get to make meaningful change in our life. So really take an inventory and take responsibility for how you are showing up in your life. And then I wanna encourage you to, and you might do this with somebody that you Reached out to in terms of getting help is just releasing a lot of the emotions around what happened, right? Often we want to spiritually bypass, we just be, yeah, I get it. Like my dad had this and that happened to him, and blah, blah, blah. And I forgive him. But there is emotions such as grief, anger, all of the things. And those emotions, like we talked about before, they want to be moved. Emotions are energy in motion and they want to move through your body. They don't want to be stuck in a particular area in your body. So whatever there is, it's probably anger. You want to release that, right? You might write a letter that you don't send. You might engage in some anger ceremonies that I've talked about before as well. Anger is so powerful and there might be a lot of grief. So you want to process that grief as well grief obviously often we process through crying or and it doesn't have to be like a heavy doomy i'm in a hole kind of it's just again the energy that wants to move through our bodies so probably anger and grief are some of the major emotions that you really want to process because as as soon as you've processed them and some of the energy left your body there then a space to forgive and to bring in new beliefs new stories as you're letting go of some of the old stories that are no longer serving you and the last thing that i want to suggest is developing a relationship with your inner child so with the version of you that was 2357 12 15 whenever this father wound occurred for you and Reparent yourself you can do this through inner child walk and through that really just developing a relationship with this younger part of you and like I said before meeting the needs and giving your younger self what it needed and what maybe your father figure or primary caregiver wasn't able to give you. So believe in the power to heal seek help take radical responsibility for how What happened to you is showing up in your behavior, start to emotionally release all the emotions that are there around losing your father, around feeling abandoned, all the things, probably anger, probably grief. Then once you've created space in your body, once you've released, you can forgive and call in new empowering beliefs, new stories new ways that you want to show up in the world. And also you want to start having a relationship with your inner child and really reparent yourself. And I want to leave you with a couple of questions that are an invitation to start connecting also to the father within you, even if you're female, this masculine energy, this masculine fatherly energy within you. And I want to invite you by doing that by thinking about some of these questions. If you imagined that you had the healthiest, most loving, most liberated father figure in the entire world, what would he say to you? Would he remind you that you cannot fail? Would he beam at you and let you know that you are lovable no matter what? Would he hold you and remind you that he will catch you should you stumble? Would he light a fire under your ass and encourage you to do the thing? Would he cheer for you and say go big? Would he look you dead in the eye and say you deserve better? And just the way that he says it, the way that he looks at you, you know that to be true. Imagine you had the healthiest, most loving, most liberated father figure in the entire world. What would he say to you? Thank you for listening to this episode of Sophia on Earth where we talk about what it means to be human. If you want to dive deeper leading from your feminine essence in your relationships and in business, I would love to hear from you and support you on your journey. You can find all of my one-on-one coaching offers on my website at sophiaonearth.com or feel free to just reach out to me via Instagram at sophieonearth. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Sending you so much love.